Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, this is a podcast for home field advantage. I switched up the name a little bit. Hope you like it. If you don't, so what? It's my show. I don't care. Anyway, man, football's almost here, people. Yes, football is almost here. I'm excited. I'm ready to live it up. We're going to have straight football until next year, man. I am uber excited. But anyway, man, I always have a special guest with me. Special guest with me today is the man, somebody who I truly respect, man, a good friend of mine named Princeton. What's going on, P? Hey, not much, man. Thanks for having me. Man, I'm glad you was able to make it. Man, I, I know you're excited about football, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Gotta be. Man, I'm, uh, I've been hurting a little bit because, you know, I really don't watch baseball. Uh, I try. You know, it doesn't help that the Braves are terrible. You know, <laughs> dumps the juice, as I like to call them. Yeah. Uh, basketball ended. Unfortunately, I had to watch uh, the hairline man win another championship. <laughs> Never been happy about that one. Was that shade? Yep. You will get used to that on this podcast. I do not like LeBron James. If I got a chance to, I'll trip him down some <laughs> stairs. I swear hey. I will push him over a coffee table if I saw him. Hey, man, at this point in his career, man, you you just got to – he got to let the haters roll, but he going to get it. Oh, no God. matter how much good or bad he do, he going to get it. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I can't stand him. Trash. That's who you are, trash. But he ain't trash, but you're going to get this hate. Anyway, man, but like I said, football started. Yes, it's preseason. I know a lot of people ain't into preseason. I am, however. Football is football. Exactly. Football <laughs> is football. Hashtag football is football. Go ahead and tweet that out. Courtesy of P. Oh, um, yep. man, I know it's preseason, but, you know, I like to see the players, the, the players who's going to make the team, the players who, you know, scrapping to make the team. I also like to see the players who might get released. Uh, you know, and and the way this show goes, man, we always started off with a got beef section, and I gotta tell you, I got beef. I got beef with this one man named Dion. I want to say his name was what's his last name? That's how irrelevant he is. Uh, uh, Dion, he played for the St. Louis Rams, so uh, you know, getting released ain't nothing new. He got released. Um, I really don't know what to say about him, man. It, he got released because he allowed a girl into his dorm room. Now, many people may think, I don't understand what the problem is with, you know, uh, allowing a girl into your room. Well, there's a problem when the rules say that you cannot have a girl in your room. So Dion decided, I'm going to let a girl in my room. And they cut him. I think his name is Dion Long. There it is. Happy said your name. You're going to be irrelevant soon, very soon. <laughs> uh, so Dion goes into Coach Fisher's office. Coach Fisher basically like, why can't you follow my rules? It's a simple rule. I think it's a simple rule. And he decided, you know, well, you know, the girl, she wasn't going to stay. You know, she was just stopping by. I mean, it wasn't like she was making them some milk and cookies and fried chicken or something. She, she obviously stopped by for another reason. And his yeah. his reasoning is that it wasn't past curfew. Okay, but you still broke the rules. And you were undrafted free agent out of Maryland. Well, let me say this. Your second year, you didn't play the other year. All right? You got a chance with St. Louis. Preseason ain't even started. 
So we ain't got no game tape of you in no blue and gold. But you decide, I'm a big shot enough, that I'm going to invite a girl up to my dorm room. All right, fine. Now you're fired. Hope you enjoy that. Listen, people, and especially you younger fellas. I'm not old, but please hear me out. Don't let something temporary ruin something that could be permanent. That's, that's just law. You can't allow a, a temporary female that's not your baby mama, it's not your fiance, it's not your wife, it's not even your girlfriend, just a temporary girl to ruin your chances at the NFL. Yeah, that, that, that's a risk to take, man. My, my, my take on that, and even with his excuse, he had to say something, but I wouldn't have went there. It wasn't past curfew. You know, that just... Showed his disregard for the rules exactly. a little bit, you know. So I mean, if he would have, if he would have, hey, coach, a moment of weakness. But, but who knows? Jeff, Jeff Fisher may be or may not be a, a forgiving man. But you know, I can't risk my job, man, for that's, nobody. That's an excellent <laughs> point. I ain't think about that. Like, come up with something better, better than that, right? You know, you know. I here on a podcast for Home Field Advantage, we do not condone lying. I am married. I do not lie. <laughs> Hello, wife. I do not lie. <laughs> However, I am telling you, he should have came up with something better than that. Yeah. Peter, I mean, even appeal to Fisher's, like you said, appeal to him yeah. being a man or something. You just, you just, hey, man. I just one past curfew. Why you tripping? Yeah, I broke yeah. the rule. What you want me to do? And I know some people will say, well, if that was Todd Gurley, he wouldn't have got released. Yeah, you're right. Todd Girl's an elite talent. Sorry. Jared Goff's the first overall pick in the 2016 draft. He's not getting cut either. You are an undrafted free agent who has not proven himself not one bit in the NFL. You are getting cut. Sorry. Yeah, I know life gotta, ain't fair. Sucks. You so, got to understand that there's, you know, there's top tier and then there's the guys who are trying to get top tier. You still trying to get top tier? Just play by the rules. He man. ain't even middle tier yet. <laughs> and he not even at the bottom of the steps yet. There, there's no game footage of you. Preseason ain't started. We yeah, done saw you yeah. in training camp for the people that came and saw you. It'd be hard for him to get another job. Yeah. And you in L.A. now. Like, this ain't St. Louis Rams. This is L.A. Rams. All yeah. you got to do is make the team, and you could possibly get into some kind of stardom. Yeah. If yeah. if you are good enough or not good enough, you can start to market yourself. But this idiot decided that uh a woman is enough to break the rules to get released. I'm yeah, sure he, he didn't think he would get released or get cut, but yeah, that's what happens. He probably didn't think he'd get caught, but you know, now he got plenty of yeah. time to do his macking now. Yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> I was like, after this, if the season starts you get to enjoy the fruits of being called an NFL player. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You won't get all the girls you want. I don't understand why you had to have this one right now. I need to see a picture. Yeah. I know that won't justify, but I need to see a picture. I want to know what she looks like. <laughs> I want to know why you failed in life because of a woman that came to your room. I'm sorry. It don't make sense. And I'm pretty sure some of the veterans looking like, man, I got a wife. And she probably can't come. So what right, make you right, right, right. you you can invite whatever uh, 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 Tricia up to the <laughs> up to the room. It don't make sense. 
So it ticked me off. I'm sorry. It did tick me off. I know it ain't fair. So what? So what? You know who you are. That's something I'm trying to preach on this show. Know who you are. Know your role. And your role wasn't good enough to have no girl in your room. Mm-hmm. That's my rant. However, my boy P has a rant. And I'm going to sit back and enjoy this one. <laughs> go ahead, sir. I, I got to go in on Roger Goodell, man. Like, I, I've i had my vices with him through the years. I've never really... I never. He's not a terrible owner, but he's not good either to me you know and on his discipline issues mostly man my uh, my thing is he's a mediocre commissioner right 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 mediocre you know it's like he can josh gordon for instance okay you know you you railroad the man railroad the man all right drug test drug test drug test but when you got caught with your pants down during the Tom Brady scandal, you and, know, yeah. you try to cover your tracks a little bit. You know what I mean? And it just makes the league in general not respect you more more or less. You know what I mean? I feel you. As, as a commissioner, man, and I just, you know, you know, with Paul, with Paul Tagle, you know, it was hard nose. Whatever you... Look, this is the rules. You know what yeah. I mean? And when he took the the reins over it, I just think it makes the league a little bit more. Mm. Say it with your chest. <laughs> it, it, it makes the league a little more hypocritical, one. You know, because just like we, uh, for instance, with your rant, you know, Todd Gurley ain't getting suspended. You know what I mean? But this guy who ain't, you know, barely moved his his foot in the door will let him get suspended. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like a it's like a give and take thing and I just think it makes I don't necessarily say it takes away from the game, but it makes the game a little bit more you know, walking on eggshells type like. You know what I mean? It's like it's more or less what you can get away with for who you are. Uh-oh. And it shouldn't be like that. You know what I mean? That's true. He did try to come out of Tom Brady, though. Yeah. He, you lost that one. Well, yeah. I mean, he yeah. got Tom Brady for four, but it took him a whole a season. Yeah, almost two seasons, you know. But but I do think that made him lose respect in the eyes of everybody in the NFL because even when you go to your previous you know, person, Tagliabue, and you say, hey, can you help me with this? And Tagliabue says, I don't see nothing rules, wrong. Right. <laughs> rules you, are rules. Yeah, you still was like, no, nah, I got to get Tom Brady. Yeah. I don't know what it was. Maybe he want his wife. Uh, Maybe he want Giselle. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, I, I am on record about the commissioner. I think he's very uh, emotional. I think he's very inconsistent. Uh and I don't see a whole lot where he has offered the game. However, I do know that he's trying to make the game safer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but then again, he was pressured into that, so I don't know. Yeah, what. yeah. You, you, it's a losing battle. You yeah. know. I mean, in a way, I'm upset at commission, but in a way, I'm upset at the uh, the players. Like the players were so focused on money and and making sure that rookies don't come in and make what a veteran to make. That y'all allow him to just put in the collective bargaining agreement that he get to have whatever kind of free kind of reign power. Rain. Exactly. Yeah, that's y'all fault too. Yeah. You know, now y'all got what y'all wanted in the money situation, and now y'all got a tyrant on your hands. I'm sorry, I'm calling him a tyrant. It's what it is. Yeah. 
So I I, yeah, I respect that rant because yeah. he, man, Roger Goodell has lost so much respect. He hasn't done what Adam Silver has done. Adam right. Silver in NBA, he came right. in. And turned things around. Not only turned things around, but he acknowledged what was, was firm on, you know, right. other issues. And he didn't try to ruffle feathers so much to the point where now if he does decide to suspend or discipline somebody, we're easily more accepting. Right. Goodell right. came out the gate disciplining people like he was right. a grandma with a belt. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we know because Michael Vick, one of his first. First victims. <laughs> Boy. He gave it to Michael well, Vick. Yeah, right, right. And he did he and he being hard on my boy Ray Rice, man. Like it's it's, oh. it's people who done done way more way Uh-oh. more terrible stuff. Um DUI what uh the Dante Starworth who uh, he I ain't, did he kill somebody? Dante Starworth, I believe he, did kill someone. Right. Yes. You know what I mean? I'm like, let my man back in, man. I think Ray Ray got a few good more years in the tank, man. I don't know if he got a few more good years. He was well, having a well, down year at the time. But yeah. you're right. I think that he deserves a chance, you know, when uh, when you got people like Trent Richardson getting second chances and third chances and fourth chances. And he's just been released by the who, Ravens. Who, by the way, who gives somebody money not – I mean – for all my Alabama fans out there, your boy he 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 wasn't from the from the cream of the crop, man. I mean they <laughs> they gave this guy six hundred thousand to not play football. I mean, <laughs> you talking about Trent? Yeah, man. Yeah, that was bad. I mean, it, and it, it's crazy because you look at his his dominant, you know, running style. You know, you he had all the skills. He had the skills. You know what I mean? But it's like you you in the big leagues now. You yeah. know, you got to. Got to keep it up. He couldn't do it. He couldn't do it. And then I, I just, I don't know if you heard that, but he said that a lot of his friends wasted his money on like stuff like Netflix and frivolous stuff. Uh, that sounds uh, like a, that's sound like a personal problem. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know what you want. Uh, sometimes like you can't save the hood, man. You can't. You, sometimes you can't take Ray Ray and them with you. You got to leave them at the house, man. Especially when you ain't that good, right? Yeah, <laughs> you, you know, know what I mean. You. You on your third, fourth team, man, and getting cut every turn, right? You know, every turnaround. So you on the lo- lower level of millionaire status, like exactly. Like you can lose it. You know what I mean? Exactly. Tomorrow, <laughs> exactly. I I don't know about. I mean, I do think Ray Rice deserves another shot. Um, his his fiance now wife has been supportive. Yeah. Um, he's even said that I will play free yeah. and give my money to domestic violence. Yeah. You know, he still ain't in there. But they tarnished his name so bad, man. I don't know if we'll ever see Ray Rice again. That's the honest truth. Hey, man, if you if you get a second chance like that, you know, for you to play for free, it's just showing your love for the game, man. Yeah. I don't even think it's you know a publicity stunt because you know if you stay out for that long, you know you got bills, got cars, houses, yeah, and true. stuff to keep up with. You yeah. know, this is everyday life. So you know, I, I think he's genuine. He got a wife that costs money. Yeah, <laughs> for anybody not married, wives cost money. Yeah, how some of y'all have two of them, I have no idea. But <laughs> wives cost money, <laughs> and that man got one. He's willing to play for free. That's the love of the game that I think is uh, kind of old school about him. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I don't, I don't, you know, new guys. They like man, they even play for free. Need nah, I go. Check. Yeah, exactly. 
But speaking of, man, um, you know, that's what we got beef with. You know, you can hit me up on Twitter at the number four HF Advantage. You can hit me on Instagram. You can let me know what you got beef with this week. Um, but that kind of leads us into something, man. The NFL, you know, has undergone a lot of changes culturally and game-wise. And uh, sometimes I find myself being the old man at the fence that's like, get off my lawn. Like, I'm, I feel like now I'm the old guy that sits in his white rocking chair and tells you about the good old days. <laughs> I've gotten to that point in my life. And the NFL is no exception, or sports is no exception. So now, you know, I think of things like the NFL, like, you know, uh, disciplinary actions, you know, how it used to be on the tackle boo, mm-hmm. what it is now. But what I, one of the things I really have a problem with, I have a problem with the fact that the NFL loves hard hits. I mean, we watch hard hits on highlight after highlight, ESPN, NFL Network. We watch it all, but yeah. they are trying to remove hard hits. But it's like you re- you rewarding players for doing it by giving them publicity. But we're gonna find you if a hit looks too hard. I just got a problem with that. Yeah, I do too. A big problem for one get more so towards quarterbacks. You know what I mean? It's yeah. almost like they're unsackable. Ooh. You know what I mean? Talk about it, man. Like, either either if you hit too high, oh, it's a head injury. Yeah. If you hit too low, it's targeting. Yeah. You know, it, it's like, well, what am I supposed to do? You know, I, I, I feel. You got to hit him in the belly button. <laughs> I feel, right. Like, I feel now, old, if we want to go old school or whatnot, first uh-huh. person comes to mind, Jack Tatum. Oh, yeah. You Jack, Jack I mean? Tatum was a killer the, out there. The paralyzer. You yeah. know, it. it, it there is that aspect of the game, but as the athletes have evolved, it, there is a need to make the game somewhat safer. But at the same time, you know, just like a, just like that sign at the pool, you you know, swim at your own risk. Mm, good point. It's, 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 it's a part of ball, man. Like you know, if we if you say you you coming out of college right now and you want to come to the league or whatnot, it. You know, you're a quarterback. Am I going to be protected? Am I, you know, what kind of claws y'all got if I get a concussion? Or this, that, and the third. You know what I mean? It's right. like, don't, you know, don't play. You know what risk you're taking from, even from peewee ball, your parents. That's true. Know what, they know what type of sport it is. Right. You know what I mean? So you just have to go off that, you know, accordingly. Especially if you're an owner or you're the owner of a team. You know, if 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 you got a guy getting a concussion or getting knocked out every week, you know they've been signed up for it. I'm pretty sure if they made it to the NFL, it's not their first. I barely made it past high school, and I didn't had a few. Yeah. You know, it just comes I, with the game. I do agree with that. It's um, you know, you know what you're signing up for when you join the NFL. It's a it's a very violent type game. Right. Um, some of the collisions are very uh I mean, some of them collisions are pretty rough. I wanna just jump on something that you said. You said that the athletes are different. I do think that athletes are faster. Faster, bigger. stronger. Yeah. I mean, hey, back in my father's day, defensive tackle could be two hundred and fifty pounds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now two hundred and fifty you might get a safety Barely that a big, right. you know. Yeah, you know, you might get a safety that size. These guys are faster; they hit harder, 
you know, I appreciate Roger Goodell for making the game safer because if he didn't make the game safer, it was going to go away. Right. So I totally agree with that. But however, you know, when I watch television and I watch highlights and I watch uh, NFL Red Zone, which is an amazing <laughs> right. NFL Red Zone is dope. And it keeps you going until football season yeah. comes. <laughs> NFL Red Zone is amazing. I see hard hits all day long, and that's what they highlight. Yeah. That's what we want to see. But then you penalize players for doing it. Right. It's like right. either don't show them on TV. You got to wean us off of these hard hits. Mm-hmm. But with the quarterbacks, it's even worse. Like you can't tap their helmet. <laughs> you can't uh, grab their shoelace. I mean, if Aaron Rodgers is scrambling out the pocket, pocket and he throw a ball and you reach down to tie his shoes, you will get a penalty. You get a penalty. Yeah. And you will be getting fined. I don't I don't know what to feel about that. I, I just prefer the old days when you could actually hit a quarterback. It makes me respect people like Brett Farr who stayed healthy for so long. From taking hits. Yeah, yeah. He, he took every hit and got up and laughed about it. Peyton yeah. Manning, he took a, a bunch of hits, uh, even came back from a severe neck injury and, you know, yeah. kept going. But, you know, now, I mean – it almost it almost has become flopping in a sense now because of that right, change. Right, right. So right, you see right. quarterbacks now, and hey, I'm a Falcon fan. I'm a Matt Ryan guy. It is rough. He's, sometimes he's guilty of it. I, I've seen him flop. <laughs> he's I've guilty flop. of it. And you can't be mad because it's like this is what the NFL, NFL has, created. has become. Yeah, you created some flopping quarterbacks that that run to the referee and say, "Hey, man, he hit me too low. He hit me in the thigh muscle. Oh, he hit me uh, up top." Uh, Brady's Brady's well known for it. I mean, he, I like this just for me watching Terrell Suggs. He terrified of that man. He he'll yeah. run to the ref. Hey, man, he, t- he breeze past me. Some yep. wind hit me. What's wrong with y'all? <laughs> He almost hit me. This gust of wind almost took my <laughs> head off now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's terrible right now. Um, running quarterbacks, they – I don't even know how you hit them. You can't, really. I mean, you can only hit them once they pass the yard. And if you let somebody like Cam Newton get past the line of scrimmage and you pulling up, man, he liable to catch – he liable to gain 20 yards. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that part I do dislike. I really hate that part, man. I, I I appreciate the Randall Cunningham days when you know they you know if they didn't see if they saw a linebacker hovering or, or playing spy man, you didn't run because right. you might get laid out if you decide. Right. Um, I think the biggest part of the game with the big hits that was taken away is players are allowed to catch over the middle. Very freely. Freely, yeah. You know, quarterbacks used to have to hesitate and before they threw that bullet slant, you know, into the middle of somebody like Ray Lewis. Now, man, you can throw that. You can throw post, skinny post, anything you want to throw. It, the safety, I think that's why we see so many big plays now. Right. Because the safety maybe want to take a beeline to the, to the wide receiver and hit him. Right. What can you do? I mean, if you if you pull up, he liable to burn you. Especially if it's like somebody yeah. like Odell Beckham or Deshaun Jackson or somebody, they gonna burn you if you hesitate. So I think they they put um, they put too much uh, I, I guess accountability on the on the defense, but in the same instance, they've kind of given the offense free reign. But I guess I get it. You want them to score up. Right, you know, but at the same time, you have to look at what it does to you as a player. 
What do you mean by that? Cam Chancellor. Okay. I don't think he know how to finesse tackle, man. He he oh, yeah. he is straight up, you know. He is straight up. I'm gonna take your head off, you know, and, and then you know get up like what, you know. But that's very true. You know, when you put these rules in place, you taking away from his talent. Yep. In a sense, you see what I'm saying. Yeah. So it's like you you got to look at what it does to some of the you know the players as well. Let me ask you a question. You know, I think of people like Cam Chancellor, and I say, wow, I know he could play. He could play 20 years ago. Right, yeah. And and still be good. Mm-hmm. Do you think there's any more players that you think, you know, now could play in the past? Or do you think there's some players now that's playing now, they couldn't last one week in the past? Hmm. As far as position or just in general? In general. Just pick a guy. Just in general? I tell you. Staying with the, staying with the Seahawks, my man, uh, my man Earl Thomas. Tough as nails, you know. Um, I I have to say one player that uh, you might hate me. I don't care. Y'all hate me if you want to. Uh, Russell Wilson, while I'm very impressed by what he's accomplished, I don't think he lasts. I don't think he lasts. Nah. I mean, well, you see, you, now, like we said, with the rules – He's better at being able to because he because he can run and he can throw you know throw on the run too at the same time. But you got to look at his plausibility or his risk of not getting hit or taking a right. hit. If he, I believe, you know, with his size, if he take a good lick back then, nah, you know what I mean. So I agree with you on that. Yeah, I mean, I this is coming from the home of Atlanta. I was a big Michael Vick fan. I remember watching in the preseason when Vic took that shot and he got injured. Mind yeah. you, Vic had never been injured before in his, in his life. life. Right. He took that shot, and I'm talking, it was a hard hit, and that we all knew. We was like, oh, man, that's it. That's it. But you knew with Vic, like, Vic knew he had to be faster than you. Yeah, right. You know, that's why we used to beg for Vic to slide, slide. Slide, You yeah. know, nowadays, man, even if you're a runner and you're a quarterback, you don't know how to hit that quarterback. I think a lot of the plays that I see Russell Wilson get out of is not just sheer skill. Like I said, I'm not taking them from I think he's a top 10 quarterback in the league. Okay. But, you know, there are a lot of plays where because players pull up on him, he's able to break, break a Break away, right. I've right. even seen – and you will see this. I think anybody can attest to this. You will see players nowadays run along the sideline like they're finna go out of bounds – Hesitate and keep and then going. Take off, yeah. Because you don't yeah. know how if he going out of bounds. Can I hit him? Can I push him? Like you don't know what you to do as a defender. NFL level speed. If you hesitate for a moment, oh man, speed guy got you. Receiver, quarterback, it don't matter. They got you immediately. They got you immediately. So that that kills the game for me. Like I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I, but I I know why they're doing it. They're doing it to protect. You know, their commodity, but at the same time, it's like, just, I mean, you can't hit the quarterback nowhere. Like you said, you can't hit him in the knee. I mean, you can't hit him in the leg. You can't shoestring tackle him. You can't touch his helmet. Uh, you can't grab the back of the jersey. I think eventually they're going to say you can't grab the front of their jersey. Jerseys, right. <laughs> you can't sling them to the ground. You can't slam them. You can't press your body on top of them. You know, uh, it just makes it. the it just makes the game soft. But even okay, 
and you know, my, like growing up, there's just certain plays that you look at, or you know, even if anybody can YouTube, the Lawrence Taylor Joe Theismann hit oh, was a clean goodness. hit. Yeah, you see what then, I'm yeah. saying? It was a clean hit back then. Yeah, but man broke his leg. That yeah. goes back to know what you signing up for when you play the game. Exactly. It's simple. Totally agree with that. You have to know exactly. I'm playing in the NFL and I'm gonna take hits. But like I said, with the CTE, like I said, my condolences to a lot of the players who have lost their lives due to CTE. Mm-hmm. It is a real thing. And you have to make this game safer. But I have to question now if you're overprotecting, if you're just trying to drive up the score. So for example, the old man in me says, I don't know how much I respect some of the rules, some of the records that's being broken. Because it's the some of the rules are there to help you break these records. Like remember back in the day, man, five thousand yards—that's unheard of. Right. And when you did hit five thousand yards as a quarterback passing, man, you was you was living the life that year. Right. Now, man, five thousand easy. I mean, Matt Mm -hmm. Ryan has nearly thrown five thousand yards. He's not elite. Exactly. You know, Mm -hmm. Drew Brees has thrown five thousand yards. I can't even keep up with how many times. You know, that's the nature of the game. Now. Who so barely gets set. You know? I don't know. I mean, you tell me if I'm wrong. Am I hating? <laughs> Am I hating if I'm saying I don't exactly respect your your, your record breaking? Now let, let's put it to the, let's put it like this. You can say a record is diminished, but you can't take away from it. You see what I'm saying? Any you know, not just I mean, not just anybody, a second stream. Still got to have enough accuracy to throw it to the receiver. That's receiver true. still got to catch the ball. You know what I mean? So you can't totally deny it. But at the same time, you know, it kind of tarnishes it a little bit, I think. You know, just like, I mean, just like with, um, with Chris Johnson and, you know, 2,000 yards yeah. or whatever. You know what I mean? I mean, half of them, you barely, un, you know, barely untouched. But, you know, you, what you, well, you can't blame them for being fast. You know? <laughs> That's true. That's <laughs> you true. Know, it's kinda, you know, it's kind of, you know, it's give and take. So you know. I guess I just want to, you know, when I see players like, uh, I want to say like Nick Foles one time, he threw for like 500 or something yards. He nearly broke the single game. Single game. Passing. Right. And I'm like. Can you imagine, like, Nick Foles breaking the records of the likes of Brett Farr and Dan Marino? Like, it just feels weird, man. No, because back then, you're not about to you, – you, your gunslingers, either one or two things, they had a great offensive line or they stood in there and they took sacks. Yeah. Point, point, period. They was getting hit. Now, you know what I mean? Oh, you hit them too hard, 15 yards. You or you can tuck rule it and just, I mean, I don't even know why. That's why so many uh, quarterbacks are pump faking Pump now. faking, right. Yeah. <laughs> you can pump fake yourself. <laughs> no, man, ain't going to never be a fumble. <laughs> it don't make, it don't make yeah, sense to me. Yeah. I'm the old man on the porch that's like, get off my lawn. I'm sorry. I just, I'm the old man with NFL, but I'm not going to stop watching. Right, yeah. I, mean, I enjoy it too much. Football is football. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hashtag football is football. football. <laughs> I, I mean, you absolutely right. I just, I don't know, man. I just, I want to enjoy it, but I feel like I can't enjoy it like the way I want, I used to. Right. But at the same time, I don't want to diminish what some players are doing. Like, I look at Von Miller. I can't diminish what he does. Oh, he's an You know, getting yeah. sacks in oh, this yeah. world. I yeah. can't I can't diminish what J.J. Watt does 
you know, defensively. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to diminish what the likes of Aaron Rodgers is doing or or any of these quarterbacks. But I, I, I have to look at the era in which you played in, and I'm like, yo, some of these passing stats are inflated. Which takes me back to the rules that are in play. Oh, okay, like, let me ask you this. If – all right, the five-yard rule in play because of people like Mel Blunt. You oh, know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah, five, right. five yards for cornerbacks. You know what I mean? Like, if you had – if you had some of those hard nosed cover corners, and is and it seems like it's kind of getting back that they more on the taller side, you know, six yeah. one, six two, yeah, you know, it just it makes the game a little bit more competitive than it was, you know. But it's like you can't diminish talent because of you know the rule. This which brings me back to my guy Roger Goodell, you know. Because of the rules that are in play, you know, you you, you can't dis- diminish talent, but you can side one way either either or. You I know, get, I get you. So so I'm, I'm gonna go this way with it. I'm gonna go this way with it. Let's jump out the NFL. Everybody knows my hate for LeBron James. <laughs> now many people are debating his position in history, uh, his his position, you know, in reference to like the likes of Larry Bird or Michael mm-hmm. Jordan. And it just sickens me. I'm sorry because I'm looking at him and I'm like, I know physically he can compete. I know his skill set. I know how good he is. I know mm-hmm. he's arguably one of the you know the best player on the planet, arguably. Mm-hmm. But I'm sorry when you compare him to likes of Jordan and like people are already calling him like number two, and I'm like, I just can't do it. I can't do it when I when I went out and I watched Jordan. I knew what it was like to watch Jordan. Some people don't. I know new school pl- people, they love LeBron James and what he does. And I enjoy watching him basketball-wise, too. Mm-hmm. You know, I think he's got some uh, sucker in him. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> I watched Jordan, and as a Hawks fan, I hated Jordan. Right. I hated Jordan because you knew a when lot the Bulls came to town, yeah. that's an L. Right. That's an L. I even I tell people all the time. A lot of people they have this notion that Dominique Wilkins was not a good player. I seen Dominique Wilkins bust Jordan up on the court. Yeah, oh yeah. And Jordan had his look on his face like, "Oh, you think you balling?" So right. Dominique might drop thirty eight, and then Jordan would go out and bust fifty two. Fifty two. And look yeah. at him like we nice get, we can do this all day. Yeah, I don't see that out of LeBron. So I can't compare him. I can't compare him to some of the old school people. You see it. You see it. Let's just say the competition level is different. So I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna get to your point. Like I think it was 2012, maybe. Yeah, I think it was a game. I think like a Wednesday night game. Nuggets. This one Carmelo's with the Nuggets. Okay. Or whatnot. I think he had he had 38. LeBron had 38. Melo had like 42. You know what I mean? But it was that kind of game. They going back and forth together or not. But if we go back to Jordan era, everybody remember. Everybody remember that game six. Crossed Brian Russell up. But he pushed him. (laughs) He pushed him. He he slick pushed him. But. but He still a goat. But put Russell in the league today. 
that's locked. You know, that's locked down. You, you like everybody. Oh, he was no, he wasn't no slouch defender. Yeah, you know what I mean. You didn't have no. You had Scottie Pippen like defenders. One through five. Some of your point guards playing That's Kenny Anderson. You, some of your point guards playing good as defense, just as much as your as your lockdown people. Yeah. Now, what Kawhi Leonard? You know what I mean? It's, it's few and few, beyond. It's, it's, it's very few and beyond. And yeah. that's and that that what I think that makes the NBA more or less so a little bit more exciting. To watch, but a person like me, you know what I mean. I'm like, look, give me your best player, one through five. Even if it's your center, I'm gonna shut us. Who was stopping Shaq? Nobody. Yeah, you yeah. had some. You, you had some. What David Robinson? That's a lock. That's yeah. a lockup center. I think Hakeem defense. was the only Hakeem. one, but he he outwitted Shaq. Right. Like, physically, he, physically, he was, yeah, he, nah, he was no not, match for Shaq. You're not doing nothing with it. So like, I think it goes back to. Uh, era, you know the era conversation where it's like in Jordan's era, you can respect it a little more because he had mm-hmm. top notch defenders at him every night. You know, yeah, getting double teamed. You know, I mean, it's like hand checking. Hand checking. Oh my god, you the know, hand checking was hand crazy checking back then. Was crazy. You know, could LeBron and them play back then in that area? I don't. I'm. I, yeah, that's a good I don't question. think they I don't think they could in a sense because it's like let's go let's go Detroit bad boys. We all know right now LeBron going to drive to that hole do what he want. You put a pinky on him. Five. Right, right. And he going to dunk it. 3 point yeah. play. And if he oh, don't get the foul, he going to cry. He going to right. You didn't see you didn't see that back on the Detroit Jays. Michael never, you know, they Michael, beat Michael up, right? Maybe, <laughs> maybe if he was quick enough to get by him one time or yeah. two, he just ran through the lane. But you're like, you're not gonna see that, you know. So it's it's a rather of in which, like I said, it, it, it's a it's almost like fashion, you know. What I mean, one thing will be in, then it'll come back in, then it'll come back around. Like with the you know Kawhi Leonard's and the guys like that, like you're getting more defensive minded players, right? You know to Come back, you know all the offense that we see. I, I um now I will say as much of a hater as I am, I think LeBron could have played back then. He's too physically gifted. Gifted. Like, he yeah. was created yeah. by Two yeah. K. Like that's the guy you created on Two K. Ninety nine speed and everything. I mean, I mean, you make his jumper better on Two K, but you know, yeah. I mean, you can't ask LeBron to be perfect. But right. I mean, I think he could play back then. But I wonder sometimes. Where where does you know does he still dominate the competition or he's just a part of the competition? Like Jordan to me defeated a lot of great players. We have to realize to me Stockton and Malone. You talking about the one of the best scores of all time, mm-hmm. one of the best assist men assist and man. steal men of all time, mm-hmm. and Jordan completely halted their championship opportunities. Completely stopped it. I mean, who who is LeBron really like? Haunting? Who's his nemesis? Or I don't know if he has one. I don't, well, you know, you can say everybody does the you know him and Kobe go at it or whatnot. But even even towards the end of his career, you know what I mean? Kobe was you know he had he came yeah he had did from he had that Jordan era. You know, if, yeah. if we really want to say it, you know, so 
it it just diminishes or whatnot. But like like you right physically, I believe he you know he could have played in that aspect you know. But the only thing that the only thing that gets me is. And I like you know, don't get me wrong. You can you can be the good guy, but like in today's NBA, everybody's friends. Oh God, that let's, is disgusting. Let's, oh my, geez. let's work out during the off season. Hold on one let's, second before you get to going. Let me get him a rocket chair because I'm the old man on this. So go ahead. <laughs> Look, you know, let's be friends. Let's work out in the off season. Go on vacation. Man. I can't stand it. Jordan, like I, I put this in in a Facebook post. Jordan, look, Charles Barkley dead. As long as I'm playing, you will never win a ring. And I love it. And he didn't. I love the competition. He backed his words up and did what he said. And and, and to be honest, would your would your hate for LeBron diminish a little bit if he had that dog in him? If he was like, look, ain't none of y'all beating me. I'm gonna drop 30, 40 points a night if I gotta beat you. Would it diminish a little bit? No, because I think I think right now if LeBron James uh, retires, he's a God. This is all right. I'm finna Hall give of him. Fame. I'm finna give him some props. These, oh, Jesus Christ, Hall of Fame. All right, y'all got thirty seconds of me giving LeBron James props. <laughs> if he retires right now, he retires as a possibly top fifteen, 15 player. NBA player, yeah. and I'm, I'm willing to almost go top ten mm-hmm. Hall of Famer. Instantly, right. first ballot, and he's considered one of the people that saved the NBA after the Jordan era. Mm-hmm. But so this is my this is my opinion of him now. So even if he had that dog in him, I don't think it would change. Right. I just don't. Do I think he'll have more championships if he had a dog? Absolutely. In him? Sure do. Right. Sure do. Mm-hmm. But you know, I. I I don't think my opinion of him would change. In my opinion, he's one of the greatest to ever touch that court, and he was built to do this. Mm-hmm. However, you know, his competition level, I do question it. I'm sorry, I do. Like, even the best teams in the Eastern Conference, they can't touch him. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it sucks even more because he gets his best friends to play with him. And, he, you know, they all play together, and they get – you know, sooner or later, we're going to see a team of Chris Paul, Carmelo Anthony, LeBron James, and Dwayne Wade, and all kind of people to put together. In the Eastern Conference All-Star lineup. You know, <laughs> you know, I, I question that. It reminds me, of, you play Madden. Have you played Madden? Mm-hmm. All right, when you play Madden, you put it on franchise mode or whatever. Yeah. You know, you ever seen somebody, they like dogging like 96 to 0. Ooh, I'm whooping it. And then you look at the difficulty level, it's like rookie. Rookie, yeah. And you're like, nah, put it on all man and play somebody else. And then they right. struggle. Mm-hmm. I, I equate it to that. It's like LeBron needs it, almost needs it to be easier for him so that he can get these championships. You know, mm-hmm. granted, I ain't going to fault you because take your, take your destiny. Take your road however you need to take it. Right. Yeah, get your championships. You don't want to be like Carl Malone, you know, sitting on the track, the trailer, still wondering how you didn't get one. Right. I just, I just... When I compare him to other people, like for me, I'm going to tell you something. I, I know some people that will instantly put LeBron James over Larry Bird. I'm no. not saying. No, no, no way. And, no, and no I'm going to be honest with you. No way. Do I think LeBron James is there above Larry Bird? Yeah, but is it a given? No. Mm-mm. Not for me. And I'm a hater. Mm-mm. But some of the young people haven't watched Larry Bird play. Exactly. 
Exactly. Understand, Bird went toe to toe with everybody, everybody, and he took plenty of them down. Yeah, yeah. Like one on one. Yeah. There was yeah. no passing the ball either. Mm. If we down ten in the fourth quarter, I'm shooting the next fifteen. Sure shots. shot. <laughs> I'm shooting the next fifteen. Jordan, same thing. Even go down. Charles Barkley, same thing back then. Mm-hmm. Hakeem, same thing back then. Uh, Dominique Wilkins, same thing back then. So do I lose a little respect for LeBron because he don't have that dog in him? Yeah, but he's still a Hall of Famer. <laughs> he still accomplished what he wanted to accomplish. You know, he's still, what is that? He's 3-3 three and three in, mm-hmm. in finals. You know, he's up to 50% in finals. Congratulations. <laughs> Salute to you. So is James Jones. The key player on that Cleveland <laughs> Actually, hey, it was Kyrie. Give Kyrie yeah. no props. But, yeah, in the NBA, man, I especially look at it. Uh, this competition level is low. Mm-hmm. I look at it now like I like watching Steph Curry play. He's exciting. Yeah. Um, He wouldn't be doing this back then. Oh, no. Mm-mm. I'm sorry. I don't I don't see it. I don't see it. Matter don't, fact, don't, don't, I respect the Warriors, but that's softball, man. You, you don't have no inside presence, no – no throw it in that softball, but uh, but it's it's fun to watch. I yeah. can't even lie. It's so let me ask you a question. You know, a lot of people they already asked with KD added to this team, they were already the best regular season team in, in NBA history. NBA history. Yeah. Do you think that with KD added, could they go against that legendary '96 Bulls team with KD now? No. Ooh, you you don't think so? No. And I say, I say, I'm, I'll put it to you like this: It wouldn't be, it wouldn't be a blowout, but it'll be a defensive game. Ooh, you gonna have you gonna have Rodman locking up. Rodman, Rodman on Draymond. You gonna have Pippen locking up. Pippen on KD. Right. Curry. Okay, you go around shoot as many buckets as you want. I mean, was that that was by. Uh, Byron Byron uh, That uh, Man I'm sorry Y'all gonna kill me For that The, the point guard I wanna say Was it Byron Russell Was it Byron No I can't remember But uh, I mean Curry wasn't exactly, exactly. I mean, Especially in that era If you, right, if right, you right, had right, any right, Hand checking right. A right. lot of the dribbling Dribbling would be it, it, Yeah it, we it, gonna dead that Right You know what I mean And Even though I still Don't think you can stop And coming Curry. off Coming off screens You know Talent is talent. You know what I mean? You yeah. you pretty much ain't nothing you can do about that. But you got two defensive guys locking up. Yeah. A rebounder. <laughs> and 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 pound for pound, one of the best, you know what I mean? I'll tell you this. It'll be a it'll be a close game. I'll put it to you um, like that. It'll be a close game. I said that if you're talking series, like a straight playoff series, series. Bulls winning, just yeah. because I think the Bulls would have figured it out and yeah. they would have changed changed up. everything. Yeah, and right. they would have figured out how to win. Um, if we're talking in the regular season, I'll be honest with KD added the Warriors probably uh, beat the Bulls more than they lose. I, that's I just a that. lot of firepower. I take that. I take that. I, like you got to look at Durant. Durant, stop lying about your height. He, he's seven. <laughs> he's seven foot. Let's just be legit. You don't think he's sixteen? He's seven. He's seven foot. That boy's big. <laughs> that boy's big. You know he come off screen shooting like your guard. 
You know what I mean? That, that that's hard to stop. That's My bad. Stop. Uh, I said Byron. That was Ron Harper. Ron Harper. Yeah. Six foot six. Poor man's Jordan. Six foot six. <laughs> that's another defender on Curry. Right. 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 So you know. I, I mean, I get it. Um, I, I I get the people's needs to uh, compare, but sometimes I'm just like, man, I'm like my father now. Like when I when I talk so much about Jordan, then my dad brings up the likes of you know Kareem, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm like, huh? Well, I never really watched them, so mm-hmm. I guess I don't have as much respect for them. I don't think a lot of people, crazy as it sounds, I don't think a lot of people watch Jordan play. Play right. A lot of the people that love basketball now. Weren't born in '96. Exactly, that's twenty years ago. Generational gaps, man, and it it had even further back. I mean, you you talk to somebody, you know, like my dad, you know, Connie Hawkins, JoJo, you know, half the people don't even know who they are. But back during that area, that's that's Curry, that's Jordan back then. Yeah, you know, there's so many. I I never watched them, so I can't put the onus. All I can do is watch, um, you know, all I can do is watch uh, the 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 highlights on NBA TV, the vintage games. Right, vintage games. Try to get a, right, right, right. You know, get a, some kind of feel. But what gets me is the, is the all-time conversation. What we have to stop doing is diminishing years and years of basketball. Over a 13-year career. Everybody Ooh. says, everybody, oh, LeBron up there all Talk time. All Talk time. Are, y- are you serious? Stop dirty macking the players. Three championships. Ain't nobody ever heard of Bill Russell? <laughs> man. <laughs> Come on, man. I read up. They was like, it's so impressive that he has went to six, six. Uh, finals in a row. And I'm like, Byron Russell, didn't he win like 11 in 11, a row? 11. You can't take away from that. You know, it's... it's and and I always say when I say dirty macking man, I, you know I'm, I'm an old school guy, so I just heard about this dirty macking where <laughs> where uh, you 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 new fellas are trying to get a girl by talking bad about the next guy. I feel like that happens in sports. Instead of just saying your player's accomplishments, you know, just type up for LeBron. Mm-hmm. You have to knock down. Larry Bird Larry say, Bird. Well, he couldn't. Yeah. I saw somebody say he couldn't cross over. Larry Bird couldn't cross over. So what? Larry Bird was a beast. Exactly. I saw him play. Exactly. I watched him come into, uh, it wasn't Phillips Arena back then. It was the Omni. And tear us a new one. If you've never seen Dominique Wilkins go up against Larry Bird in that legendary game. Poetry in motion. I mean, that was a beautiful game. And Larry yeah. Bird was just too good. All right. At that time. And I'm talking about Dominique was hot. But Larry Bird was just Larry. That's why right. they call him Larry Legend. Larry Legend. But like you said, let's stop comparing these players. In my opinion, just let LeBron be LeBron. And when it's exactly. all said and done, we can rank him, you know, as far as the greats. Mm-hmm. But, you know, stop comparing. He ain't Jordan. He don't play he like Jordan. Jordan. He don't mm-hmm. look like Jordan. You know what I'm saying? If anything. He's uh, great for for this era. Absolutely. You know what I mean? He's He's your Jordan. Jordan, exactly. For this era. But don't knock me for loving my era and Jordan, you know, that type of player. Right. And, and that's all I'm saying. Like, I know I'm the old man, and, you know, I think the biggest thing for people that are stuck in the past, like, maybe we could be sometimes. Mm-hmm. I know I can be. You know, don't ever don't ever block your blessings of watching some of these new guys play. Right. Like, 
yeah. You know, do I value the likes of Isaiah Thomas at point guard? Do I think that oh, Garrett yeah. Payton See, could probably do some damage against Steph Curry? Yeah. yeah. But do you really want to say that you never appreciated Steph Curry's game? I never see nobody pull up half court and it's just like regular shot for me. But, yeah. I mean, he in his zone two steps into half court. Right. You can't take away from a player. Like, I can't sit up here and just discredit LeBron so much. To the point where I don't appreciate what I'm watching. Watching, exactly. So I think that's that's the issue with the old with as they like to call us now, old heads. Old I guess heads. I'm an old head at thirty something. That don't make no sense. But <laughs> go ahead, call me an old head. You you know you can say I'm one of them old you know get off your lawn type players. I mean type fans, but it is what it is. I'm always big up my era. Mm-hmm. You know, do I like DeAndre Jordan? No. No, I don't. Especially when I had to deal with people talking bad about Shaq. And y'all don't talk bad about DeAndre, DeAndre Jordan and his Shaq, Shaq at least touch rim. <laughs> Jesus Christ. DeAndre, Shaq at least touch rim. <laughs> you, you know, so I, I I feel a certain way, but I do think that we have to appreciate the new age game. Yeah. We have yeah. to appreciate the NFL and, and basketball. And, you know, we're not talking about Major League Baseball because, to be honest, it hasn't changed in the last 50 years. Mm-mm. It is the exact same game that it's been right. since my parents watched. It is what it is, man. So, you know, to end the show, man, we always like to uh, hold men accountable. Ladies, you hear that? We like to hold men accountable. We like to have what we call a man law violation segment. Well, we like to just hold men accountable and say if they violated man law. I mean, we know we were inbred with that law. So, uh, WNBA star Brittany Griner, she challenged DeMarcus Cousins, who she's become friends with mm-hmm. since going to the Olympics, to a friendly game of one-on-one. I mean, she wasn't serious. She wasn't, like, super challenging him. But she says that she wants to play DeMarcus Cousins one-on-one. I don't have a problem with this. I don't mind watching. However, I have to ask the question, is it man law to lose to a woman in a competitive game? Is it a man law violation? Mm. I mean, I mean, get to me straight. I mean, if we're going to sound chauvinistic, we're just going to sound chauvinistic. I'm 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 going to be honest with you. I'm going to be honest with you. For him, yeah. For him? Okay. (laughs) You know what I mean? You you one of the top talents in the league, man. If you, not because she's a girl, but because, you know, NBA's held to this standard, WNBA's held to this standard. Come on now. You know what I mean? It's just common sense that he shouldn't lose. And now, you know, you ain't going to be able to live you live with yourself in that locker room and come back and you let the, yeah. you know what I mean? They're going to be clowning them. You yeah. let Juana man school you. You <laughs> know what I mean? They're going to they gonna get on them. You know, so, you know, man law violation, DeMarcus, you got to get that W, man. Yeah, so 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 for DeMarcus Cousins, if he was to lose to Brittany Griner, it would be a man law violation. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Regular on the football field or on the basketball court, if you lose to a woman, is it a man law violation on you? If I lose? Everyday Joe. My pride would be hurt. Some would say no, but my pride would be hurt. You know, I mean... Let's not diminish women talents. There are some talent. Hey, man, Serena Williams will whip my tail in some tennis, man. I I can't, you know, 
You can't do that. It's an evil level playing field, but you know, just as just as a man's ego, you know, you, you'll be scoring. Yeah, you know. Uh, I I, w- I will say that. Um, if say, and, and and vice versa. Let's let's just flip it. Let's say, let's say, a man say he can outdo a woman in the kitchen. Woman feel bad. You know, like, oh wow, he can outdo hey, me in the kitchen. Th- Ooh, boy. Hey man, you hey. know. It, Vice versa, it worked both ways, man. Hey, <laughs> here on the podcast for Home Field Advantage, let me tell y'all a thing: never compare your woman's cooking to someone's Some woman's cooking. <laughs> let me give y'all a little tidbit. <laughs> Take that to heart, run with it. <laughs> Take that blood like Adrian Peterson, and you live by that. Live yeah, by you it. don't you, you don't go in there and outdo your woman in the kitchen unless she is okay with okay it. with it, right? There yeah, you, you don't do that, right? Like me, I can cook. I don't cook like my wife. And even if I could, I don't cook like cook my like wife. Right. There you go. I'm saying that. <laughs> um, I, I won't knock you on that. You know, I feel like this conversation is very chauvinistic, but we're going to keep it going. <laughs> um, it is not man law violation to lose to a woman in a competitive game. It is very, I mean, uh, Kate Ledecky in swimming, I would get drugged. Uh, yeah. Serena Williams yeah. Yeah. in tennis, I would get drugged. Brittany Griner or Angel McCautry will probably drag me on the court. Yeah, yeah. Um, Here's where the man violation comes in. You cannot be serious in a competitive Competitive game game. against a woman. I'm going to tell you why. If you win, you did what you were supposed to do. If you you lose, lose. you're going to get ridiculed. (laughs) If the game was close, you're going to get get ridiculed. ridiculed. (laughs) She almost beat you. You're going to get ridiculed. So don't take it serious. Yeah. I've, uh, you know, famous basketball gym here in Atlanta, um, run and shoot. Well, it's not run and shoot no more, but was it Metro Fitness or something? something like that? Yeah. Run and shoot, you know, that used to be a place where everybody goes to play basketball. Mm-hmm. So I remember at one point when me and some friends, we played against girls. And, you know, we were playing and just, I mean, it was laughing and joking. One of our friends got serious. A girl hit a three pointer in his eye. They roasted him to death. Now, mind you, they were scoring on some of us, too. Mm-hmm. But we weren't taking it serious. Right. He was. Yeah. <laughs> and they roasted him to death. I'm talking about the other half of the gym heard about it. <laughs> it was bad. Right. So, I do think, you know, DeMarcus, because you want to play a friendly game and just, you know, just kind of one-on-one basketball. To playfully. him, it shouldn't be nothing but a workout. Yeah, do it. I got you. Do it. But if you get serious, there's no way to win that. You can't even blow out Brittany Griner, and it'd be a win for you. They're going to look at oh, you she like, a girl. You ain't, yeah. to, you ain't supposed to beat her. You, why you ain't taking it easy on her? You're throwing <laughs> elbows and stuff. If it's a close game, you almost lost. You almost lost. If you get blew out, oh, dear God. So it's all about your mentality. If right, you playfully, right, right, right. you know, in a competitive game with a woman, your pride doesn't take that much of a hit because you take your pride out of it. You exactly. Know, even in Madden, I'm, I'm – even in Madden, my wife doesn't play. If she does decide to play, you know, and I lose to her, if I'm in the right mind space, I don't mind. But if right. I'm serious about it, competitive, like, I'm going to beat you, I'm going to beat you. And there's no way to win that. Like, even if I blow her out, what did I do? I just crushed my wife. That don't make sense. So I, I will say that. So losing to a man, I don't think men care about losing to women, to be honest. I just don't. Unless we've gotten serious about it. Right. We just don't. Right. Uh, you know, 
women, I think they feel differently. I think they feel like if they beat their man in something that they'll be all tight. No, no, no. Only if they're serious. Right. Only right. if they're serious. The only thing I refuse to lose to my wife in is Monopoly. That is it. Everything else, man, I'm playful <laughs> with it. I'm playful with it. It don't matter. There you go. All right, man. That was a podcast for Home Field Advantage. I want to thank my boy P for coming, man. I enjoyed this conversation. Hopefully, you enjoyed yourself. Me too, man. Thanks for having me. I enjoyed it. Man, hopefully, you can do it again. Oh, yeah. Uh, P, before we go, man, throw out your social media or whatever you want. How can people reach you? How can people talk that trash to you? Whatever. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, what can feminists come find you? Because they going to come find both of us <laughs> after this is published. Uh, my Instagram is 88 underscore... Prince Hakeem, that's H-A-K-E-E-M. Um, Facebook, Princeton Hill, and uh, Twitter. Um, I don't be on Twitter that much, but yeah, yeah man, that's all right. you can just hit me. Hit me that's on my Facebook, right. leave a comment, message. Whatever. Prince Hakeem. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man, you know me, uh, Mike, man, you can find me at the number four HF Advantage on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, man, feel free to hit me up, man. You can say whatever you want to. If you want to come on the show, hit me up. If you want to talk trash to me, hit me up. If you want to tell me I'm wrong, hit me up. If you want to love LeBron, don't hit me up. I mean, you can keep that to yourself. I really don't <laughs> want to hear it at all. At all. I mean, I'm bald-headed now. I, I don't have time to talk about people who have jacked-up hairlines. I've already gotten past that part of my life. I, I appreciate you on that. You're a consistent LeBron. Hey, I, at least he consistent. Hey, man, listen. I ain't going to be wishy-washy with you. I'm going to talk about that guy. You know what I'm saying? Delonte West's stepson. I'm going to talk about him, and I'm just, I ain't going to let him live it down, man. All right, but, hey, you can always reach me on Twitter, Instagram, on Facebook, you can find us for Home Field Advantage Sports Talk and for Home Field Advantage Sports Trash Talk. Sports Trash Talk, come be wary because them guys, they know they sports and they will talk trash to you. Either way it goes, this is a podcast for Home Field Advantage. This is the show about grumpy old men. We'll see you next time.